Welcome to the Stock Music Licensing Podcast, the number one resource for creating passive income selling stock music online. I'm your host, Daniel Carrizales, and I'm here to help you monetize your compositions. All right, welcome to episode 85 of the Stock Music Licensing Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you so much for hanging out here today with me. Episode 85, it's a very important episode, like all episodes here on this podcast, and we're going to be talking about your musical licensing goals for the next six months. Okay, we have six months, as I am recording this, until the end of the year. Uh, I can't believe 2021 is halfway through. And uh, this is what happens with time. It's unforgiven. It really doesn't stop. And time is an illusion anyways. But I think this is a very important uh, episode in terms of like taking stock, if you will. And I love that word, taking stock of where you're at uh, so far. Even if the first six months of 2021 has been a complete disaster for you when it comes down to your music licensing uh, dreams and careers. And, and even if you're doing this on the side like, like most people are, still you can fix this. You still have enough time to get your, your stuff together and really move forward in the right direction of your dreams. Now, what are your dreams? Your dreams could be very, very different than other people, you know, but the, the reality is that if you're listening to this podcast, the end game is to make sales, is to earn money with your music. That's it. Uh, I'm not going to apologize about that. That's one of the reasons why I sell my music online. I don't sell it just to get <laughs> recognition. I sell it in order to earn money. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? And, and this is an important episode because episode 59 which is pretty much the very first episode that I did at the beginning of the year, which is called What Are Your Stock Music Licensing Goals? I highly recommend that you go and listen to that so you can see what was I saying back then at the beginning of the year, uh, the, what was my message back then, and it's pretty much going to be the same message that uh, I'm going to be preaching here today. And that message is that you still can take ownership of the year. You can still take ownership of where you are. And if you are in a very bad place, you can still fix it. There is no doubt in my mind that regardless of where you find yourself in your journey, you can move the needle in the right direction if you commit to yourself. You stop blaming, stop uh, making excuses, stop saying that it's 2020, stop saying that it's 2021. Uh, and stop blaming it on the year, stop blaming it on the circumstances. We all have problems, we all have issues, we all have challenges, okay? But only you can take ownership of where you're going to go. And it takes commitment, it takes a lot of effort, it takes a lot of uh, mindset, it takes belief, faith. And I know this might sound a little bit, uh, I don't know, Maybe if you're not really in tune with this kind of language, it can sound a little bit weird to you, a little bit of a hoo-hoo, uh, I, I don't know, fantasy world, or or very esoteric, if you will, but it's the reality. So the more you focus on yourself, the more you go inwards and really take ownership of what you want to do with your music, what you want to do with your life, what you want to do with your uh, free time with your spare time because we all have responsibilities and I know that the time even though it's an illusion is a real thing and we only have a limited amount of time uh, 
to work with, okay? So, so, so the years, and, and if you're of a certain age, you can sympathize this with me. You can tell that the years as you grow older, they become shorter. For some reason, I don't know what is it, but it's just the years pass by now faster than ever. And I'm 46, I'm still young, but I, I noticed a time is there, there is a sense of like it, it has speeded up all of a sudden. And here I am today, uh, targeting life with a sense of urgency. Uh, there's no time to be wasted. And, and I am as busy as I can possibly be. Uh, I am a family man. I am a husband. I am a father. Um, and, and my family means a lot to me. I work from home, and, and my hands are pretty full when it comes down to family life and when it comes down to my music and my work. And, and, and I'm just like you. You know, if you have a day job and you have a family and you're really busy and you have to commute and the rest, I completely understand that. You know, I do believe that we all have the same amount of time and we all suffer from the same, which is uh, limitations and, uh, and struggles when it comes down to how much time do we have in order to sit down and be in the right mindset in order to compose music and be in the right mindset to say, hey, I, this is my time now. I'm taking ownership of this and I'm moving in the right direction and everything else is going to have to stop for at least half an hour or an hour in order for me to dedicate this time to pursue my dreams. And my dreams are to just make music. That's where it all begins and that's where it will end. Okay, And what happens when you take that commitment, then you can develop a system and a routine and a practice. It's what I call a daily practice of this is my meditation time. Okay, This is my time to really focus on me. This is where I actually get to do um, work that is internal because music is internal. Music means that it's something that I have inside of me. It's a skill, it's a talent that is being uh, developed over time to the point where you can just sit down and make music out of thin air. Music is something that we channel. We don't own the music, but we do own the time. So if you can own the time and say, I have half an hour or an hour every day, or every other day, regardless of what schedule you have, you can always find time to do this and say, hey, this time, and I'm going to make a schedule for this, and I'm going to dedicate that time to do this or to learn that and, and move the needle in the right direction one day at a time, one track at a time. So this is very important because time will pass. The question is, where are you going to be? in the next six months? Where are you going to be in the next six years? Where are you going to be in the next 10 years? Where do you see yourself next year? Okay, Where do you see yourself next year, 2022, in July of 2022? You know, this is a really important question. Are you going to be in the same place? Are you going to be still having the same struggles? Most likely, you're going to be having the same struggle, which is the limitation, the lack of time, the struggles, the lack of energy, okay, and, and really commitment to do what you need to do. And this is where professionals do what they need to do. This is what separates the professional from somebody that is doing this as a hobby. And there's nothing wrong with doing music as a hobby. But if you're listening to this, even if you're doing music licensing as a hobby, you still want to consider yourself a professional. And a professional is somebody that will do music regardless of how they feel, 
regardless of how you feel today. You need to sit down and have commitment to your music and to yourself. All right, so music is something that is out there in the ether. It's your job to just channel that inwards and put it in your session. I know this sounds a little bit weird, but it's the reality. Music is not like painting or like photography or video. That's something that you can see and not something that you can touch. Music is something that you just, it's in the air. It's just, you know, it, it just goes, passes by, and then it ends. You hear it, and then it's over. You, you, you might be able to pause it, but you can't grab it, all right? And it's something that is always moving forward in time. So music doesn't exist, really, with time. For, for example, like a photography or a photo or a picture, you can see it, and you can just stare at it, and you can analyze it and, and look at it. With music, you can't do that. Music is just passing by as we speak. And it's like this podcast, you're listening to my voice, it's like, it's like speech. So the more I talk, time is passing by and you're just listening. And if I stop talking, then there's just a pause, there's nothing else, there's no sound. So it's the same with music. So your inaction towards your, your goals and your dreams should represent what music is. And I know this sounds a little bit philosophical, but you need to take ownership at least of your time. If you can't take ownership of your music, take ownership of your time. And eventually you will take ownership of your music because it's just a natural law that if you own your time and what you're going to be doing with your time, then the music will be part of that time. And you could control what type of music you make. You can control what your uh, output will be when it comes down to productivity and how better are you becoming because you will be getting better the more you write more music. So I know this might sound a little bit, again, philosophical and weird, but it's all about the mindset. It's all about how we perceive time, how we perceive the, the passage of time and, and how easy it is to just blame it on time. How easy it is to say, I don't have time. Nobody has time. I don't have the time. You certainly don't have the time. Most likely, you're listening to this podcast as you're doing something else. You're probably driving to work. You're probably, I don't know, commuting on a tube. Uh, For those of you in the States, the tube is pretty much the underground or the metro. I don't know where you live or where you're listening to this. Uh, Or you're on the bus Back in the day when I lived in in London, I will do all of them. I will walk, I will take the bus, and I will take the tube. And, uh, you know, you're probably listening to this while you're doing different stuff, different activities. And that's the whole point, that we don't have the time. We don't have time for anything. And and life is is really, really busy. It's really hectic. And, And believe me, six months will go really fast. And next thing you know, we're going to have people saying, Oh my God, 2021 is over. <laughs> 2022, please be kind. I still remember people writing that six months ago because yes, 2020 was a horrible year when it came down to the pandemic. And um, it, it needs no introduction, 2020, to be quite honest. And, and people were saying at the end of the year, like, please, 2021, please be kind, which I, I found a little bit, I, I don't want to offend anybody, but this sounds ridiculous. A, a year is not kind. The time doesn't care 
how old are you and, and what you're going through. It's up to you to take ownership of the year. It's up to you to wake up and say, this is my day, this is my week, this is my month, and this is my year, and I'm going to be doing this regardless of what's happening in my life, regardless of what's happening in the world and around me. You create your own reality, okay? And, and for me, it has been really a daily practice of discipline, commitment, routine, Routine. The way I get better at my music is by just sitting down and making music. It's that simple. The way I get better is by working with limitations, meaning that I don't have a lot of plugins. I don't have a lot of tracks in my session. I don't have a lot of time. And that's actually where I should have started this. I don't have enough time. When I first got started, I did have a lot of time. <laughs> uh, but my output... And my, my results were non-existent. And that's an, uh, an ironic thing. That's really, really funny to say. Back in the day, I had all the time in the world to write music and to upload it. And I had nothing to show for. No results, no sales. And the music was so bad. Nowadays, I have no time. I have lack of, of resources as well when it came down to uh, I don't have expensive plugins and actually take pride in not using expensive plugins in order to compose stock music. I mix my own music, I master my own music, and now I earn a full-time income with my music. And, and isn't it ironic that I don't have the time to do that now? Isn't it ironic that throughout the years, time has really become an issue and even space has become an issue and last year, for example, one of my struggles was that my kids were here at home because of the pandemic. There was no schools. That was a real challenge. And I'm sure it was a challenge for you as well. You had your own challenges when it came down to the pandemic in 2020. And I'm sure you're still going through some type of struggle and limitations when it comes down to 2021. I know people around the world, around the globe, that they're still in some kind of a lockdown or social distancing and they're still working from home and uh, all the rest. So, so this is a very important thing to take in consideration. But your dreams and your goals and your pursuit of, how can I say this, of, of happiness, because at the end of the day, we're all, we all need the same thing, don't we? And we all just want to be happy. And, and happiness comes in many things and many uh, shapes and forms. So for me, happiness means just being at home with my family. And in order to do that, I need to be able to live a life that will allow me to do that in order to be at home. And, but then that comes with its own challenges. So be careful what you wish for. Because if you're working from home like I am, then you have the challenge of you're always around. You're always available. And the kids might be around as well. Uh, and you have to be always available. And you have to even fight for that time even more. And if you happen to have your studio in the middle of the living room, then it gets even worse because I don't even have doors to lock myself in, in my own studio or in my home office, if you will. So I'm only telling you this so you can see that we all have excuses. We can all really uh, blame other things. I could easily find you a massive list 
have excuses of why I cannot finish my work, of why I'm not successful. I can give you an endless list of why my music is not selling or where it should be and why it's not there. And, and I try not to do that. I try as hard as possible to only include in my excuse list myself. So if you see my list today of excuses, I only have one excuse. And it just says, me. <laughs> it takes a lot of responsibilities and, and to, to just be able to do that. So, so your list of excuses, you just throw it away. And, and, and stop blaming the time. Stop blaming the pandemic. Stop blaming the, the year that we live in. Stop blaming the kids. Stop blaming your day job, for fuck's sake. You know, if you have a day job, you should be grateful for that. You don't have to worry about uh, making sales uh, with stock music. Or at least you don't have to worry the way I'd had to worry in the beginning, where where I didn't have an income. So for me, it's not like I sacrificed a day job for this. I just was coming from the gutter anyways. I was just below zero. So for me, even having one sale, it was just a massive win. So, But if you do have a day job, then that means that you don't have to lose sleep over the fact that you're not making sales. All right? And you can still build this on the side without stressing out. And, and I do believe that a lot of stress comes from, from that, from income. A lot of stress comes from uh, where is my next paycheck going to come from, you know? So if you have a day job, you shouldn't complain about your income with stock libraries, all right? Because your, your bills don't depend on that, at least not yet. And if you do earn some income with stock libraries and with your music, then you should be double grateful because you have a day job and now you have an income with, with your stock music. And this is something that you can build on the side. And how will it feel if you can get another $500 on top of your paycheck? How, how will it feel if you can start making $1,000 on top of your paycheck? How will it feel if you can get up to $2,000 US on top of your day job's paycheck? You know, But you have to start somewhere. And it all begins with a daily practice. It all begins with your faith, your belief. And when I say faith, uh, I know this has some kind of a religious connotations or connotations, sorry. But, but faith, really what it means is that the belief in, in yourself, uh, uh, this is what I'm talking about here, by the way, uh, even when you don't believe in yourself, if that makes any sense, you know, but you have to make yourself believe in yourself and, and go and do it anyways. That the path will open up if you take the first step and you have faith that something good is is happening for you. You know, and that all comes down to to the mindset and, and belief. If you believe it, you will definitely get it. And this is a powerful statement because um, it's again it comes down to creation. We artists, we do art and we create music because we believe in music, and we believe in the power that music. It has at some point when you were growing up, you connected with music in a deeper way that you can't really put into words. You can't really express it. You can't really say it. You can't put your finger on it, but you just know that there's something magical there, and that's why you're here today, <laughs> grown-up man, still following your dreams of making music against all odds, because people in society are telling you that what you're doing is wrong. You know, nobody does music for a living. Nobody can earn any money whatsoever with music or with any arts for that matter. So even if you were a photographer, 
or a painter, God forbid you were a painter, you know, and you say, I am painting. <laughs> yeah, well done. So, but what's your real job, you know? So I, I hope I'm making sense with this conversation or with this argument. So I'm really, uh, if you've been following me, you know that I'm on a mission to get rid of this idea of the starving artist, to get rid of the idea that you cannot make money with your art, that you cannot make money with your music. You certainly can, and you will, if you are really brave enough. I was reading a quote. Uh, Facebook just uh, gave me a, one of those memories on Facebook. Uh, a quote from, um, from Stephen King, the writer. And the quote goes as follow. You can, you should, and if you're brave enough to start, you will. I shared this uh, back in 2016. I came across this quote from uh, Stephen King on writing. And I just thought it was such a beautiful quote because uh, even back then, I, was, I had already started my journey of uh, music licensing and, and making money with my stock music. Uh, but I thought it was such a powerful quote on anybody who wants to do anything, to be quite honest. Obviously, Stephen King is a fantastic writer, and I believe that he writes, I don't know how many pages per day, but even uh, successful writers actually have spoken to Stephen King about how does he write so much on a day-to-day -day basis, because it's, it's quite a lot. I don't know how many words are that he's writing every single day, but apparently it's quite a lot. And, and I think this is true for any artist, for anybody that is in the arts. If you are a painter, you need to paint. If you're a writer, you need to write. If you're a musician, you need to play music. If you're a composer, you need to compose music. So that quote really resonates with me because when you say you can, you should, and if you are brave enough to start, you will. Now, when he says that, if you are brave enough to start, that's very powerful. Because what is he meaning? What does he mean by if you're brave enough to start? I think what he's trying to say that if, if you're brave enough to start writing, and let's just apply this to music, is that you are going to be opening a Pandora's box, I guess, in a way. You're going down the rabbit hole. And then you're going to come face-to-face uh, -face with your own insecurities. You're going to come face-to-face -face with many things. You're going to be put yourself uh, on the hook, if you will. You could be unsuccessful. It could be crap, but it could be also very good. You come face-to-face. -face, you will come face-to-face -face with your own um, abilities, if you will, I guess. You know. So if you're brave enough to start, you know, I'm sure you will. And you can so I, I do believe that this is a very powerful message, that you need to really get there. You really need to start. We all need to start something. And every day is an opportunity to start something new, to start fresh, to start a new idea, to start with a positive uh, attitude. Attitude is a very important word as well. And, and I do believe that we need to move in that direction. So here we are talking about this type of quotes, talking about how can we move in the right direction. How can we take ownership of our time? How can we take ownership of our life? How can we take ownership of our minds? Stop consuming crap. I can't tell you how many months now it's been, but uh, here in my household, we don't watch the news anymore. It's been some time. My mother came to visit us from the States, and I know that she's, you know, she's my mother. She's an older lady now, 
and uh, is she's very open-minded. She's a psychiatrist, retired. She's really, she's from an old generation, and and she's been programmed as well. She's not entrepreneurial at all. She's very methodical. She comes from obviously the medical background, uh, and she comes from that psychiatrist uh, mentality, and she does believe that people can change. Obviously, she does. She has her own point of views when it comes down to to the human potential. All right, we disagree on many many things, many things. I'm sure you disagree with your mother as well on many things on many levels. Uh, but when she came to visit us, and we had a great, great time, she spent with us a long, long time here with the girls. Uh, we did many, many things. I share this uh, endlessly in, in my social media, on Instagram and on Facebook. So happy to see my mother. But when she came, I said to her mom, I said, you know, here in the house, we don't watch news anymore. So I hope you're okay with that. Because I know my mother is the type of person uh, that she will have the news on, you know. Back in the States. She lives in the States. And and here in, in Greece, listen, I, I have cable TV and I have every I have all of them. I have CNN, I have Fox, I have the BBC, God forbid, the BBC News, you know. Uh, and I have all of them. I have all of the news, all of the international news, they're all in English. And I have the Greek ones as well. So I have plenty of content. <laughs> to contaminate my mind and my brain and my thought process when it comes down to whatever is out there in the world, okay? And I don't want to talk too much here about the media. I don't want to talk too much about uh, the news, but I'm talking about going on a, on a diet, on an information diet like Tim Ferriss says. I don't need to know things, really. I don't need to know many things. And it's not about ignorance is bliss, but there's certain things that I don't really need to know because there's nothing I can do about it. And if it's just going to stress the living hell out of me, then and if I have no control over it, then, then what's the point? So I highly recommend that you go and investigate Tim Ferriss. Big, big fan. He's an f- amazing podcaster, of course, but he's an author as well, as you know, The 4-Hour Work Week and other books. And, and I, I just like the guy overall. And he's actually based in Austin, Texas as well. So uh, that's just a fun fact. Anyways, listen, I lived in Houston for many years. My mother lives in Houston. So Texas really has a, a, a special place in my heart. I have many family members that live in Houston. And um, the years that I lived there were really important for me uh, in order to, to, to become who I, who I am today. Uh, but, you know, uh, we did, uh, me and my family here, we did uh, really uh, a low diet low information diet and we did a conscious decision to turn off the news because before especially last year 2020 we will just turn on the news in the morning okay how many deaths they are how many people infected you know it was we just you know bombarded with all of this and the rest you know and we're like holy shit man you know it's just one thing after the other and and to the point that we, me and my wife, and I said to my wife, listen, we need to stop this, you know, uh, seven o'clock or prime time, uh, prime time hour where the latest news update will come. It will be the same thing. I'm like, we can't watch this crap anymore. We can't. It's not doing us any good. The world still goes around. Things are still happening. We are in a, in a place where we, we feel that we're, we're happy where we live 
Uh, you know, we've been living here now for for a year and a half. We moved to a beautiful place here in Greece in the midst of the pandemic. We have uh, two beautiful uh, children. We have our online business, my music. Everything is going well. Why the hell are we contaminating our, our brains with this shit? Let's stop it, you know. And I can't tell you how much better we feel. And when my mother came, she, she said to me, like, listen, I don't watch the news as I used to. <laughs> I don't believe her. I don't think my mom is listening to this podcast anyways. But uh, she didn't watch the news for 21 days while she was here with us. And we made a conscious decision to not put her any BBC or CNN or nothing like that. Because back in the day when she would visit us, this would be common, you know. Uh, she can't watch Greek TV. She doesn't understand Greek so most of the times, you know, if she's going to watch a film or something, whatever spare time we will have, like hanging out in the house, she will watch the news. And I really try to, to, to put these kind of things in practice and say, we're not going to do that anymore. We're going to stop this. So be careful with what you consume. Be careful what you're watching. Be careful what you're reading. Be careful what information is going into your brain. Be careful who you listen to. Okay? And if you don't agree with what you're listening Right now, what I'm saying, you should stop it. Don't listen to me. Go and find the truth somewhere else. I'm not saying that I'm speaking the truth, but at least I'm speaking my own truth and what has worked for me. Hopefully, it will work for you or we will give you at least a little bit of inspiration to do your own research, your own daily practice, because it's all about that. There's no point in stop watching the news for one day or two days and then you're going to carry on with the same stuff. You're not going to really commit to it. The same with music. The same is with anything. So anyways, I don't know if this makes any sense to you as you're listening to this. And what does this have to do with anything concerning music licensing? But it has to do a lot. At least for me, all of these things really has helped me up until this day to stay focused, stay committed, and stay true to myself and my commitment to me my music, and, and nowadays, to be quite honest, to my students, my audience, I have a responsibility now. It's not just about me anymore. And, and this is the next level that I have taken this thing that, that it all started with music. So for me, the, the, the level of responsibility is not just me and my family and pay the bills. It's beyond that. I want to see you succeed. I want to get those emails that I get every day. But back then, I didn't understand that. Now when I get the emails, I feel like this is, this is something good, okay? Because it's not about myself. It's not about my sales. It's not about my success, all right? It's about your success. It's about what you're doing. That's what fires me up today. That's what makes me even happier than my own sales. When I share inside the community, uh, the SML Mastermind private community stuff that, I, that I'm, that my success of what I'm going through with my stock music. Uh, you know, the members are really happy. And if you're one of them, uh, I salute you. I'm really happy to have you inside the SML Mastermind community. You're a valuable member of this Mastermind private group. And, and, and I know that they see uh, my success, whatever small or big it is, and I share my wins. And they always congratulate me. They always say, like, hey, welcome. Uh, you, you know, your success is amazing. Uh, we're really happy for you. Congratulations. Well deserved. And the only reason why I share it 
it's not so much because I'm feeling happy for my success, even though I am. I'm not gonna. I'm not ungrateful, but I am more happy to show this as a way of of proof that if I can do it, you can do it too. Okay. Because if it's just me and I experience some success and I keep it to myself and I just share it with probably my wife, she doesn't really care about if my music has been placed in a collection on Pond 5 or not or if I have one more sale on some random library. <laughs> she doesn't care about the details, you know, but, but my, my audience does. You know, my colleagues do. They understand because they know the, the struggle. They know what it means for them if they could have that as well. And that's the reason why I do it. Because I want to show that you can do it too. So if somebody says to me, hey, I got my song as well here, accepted, or I got this uh, sale in this particular library, and uh, and check it out, that that's what means the world to me. That's where I find true happiness. And I'm separating myself from my own needs, from my own ego. And I can see that the other person is just like me. You are like me and I am like you. So your success is my success. And hopefully you feel the same way, that my success is your success. If you're listening to this, hopefully you can feel that by just this uh, argument that I'm having here and this uh, conversation, hopefully you can feel a sense of increase that's that's all I'm looking for. So when you finish this podcast episode, you can go on about your day and say, fuck me, I'm going to get my shit together. I'm going to go and do what I need to do now. So I hope this episode finds you well. Thank you so much for all the love and support. As always, rock and roll. And here's to your success. <laughs> <laughs>